0: Breaking news. Beginning of the episode, maybe uh, while we're recording, Tyler Glass now, friend, wedding table friend, we believe traded to the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Kenny Rosenthal tweeted, and there was some smoke and fire with this last night, but they weren't real accounts. And I don't want to be rude to them because I was a not real account that kind of reported some stuff before, but maybe one day you'll graduate. Tyler Glassnow and Manny Margot from the Rays uh, for Ryan Pepio who came up and had a nice little cup of coffee last year, and Johnny DeLuca, hey uh, from the Dodgers going to the Tampa Bay Rays. So this was rumored. You know, Glasnow was one of the guys we thought would be traded this offseason. You thought, you know, Cubs, Dodgers, uh, Braves – uh, any of the big boys that needed a starting pitcher, you're all in on this guy because uh, his his best is as good as almost any pitcher in baseball. Um, when he's on, I think he's my favorite favorite pitcher. Now there's even more bias to him. Uh, go listen to any of his Chris Rose rotations. The awesome dude, um, and he's going back to Cali, Cali. So he will be in the Dodgers rotation. Um, Pepio, I know that was a young guy. Uh, one of our uh, friends and investors in the company, Jack Davis, big Dodgers fan, was here yesterday and was like, "I don't, I don't want them trading any of those young guys. I like them all." Uh, you traded one of them, and if the, this is a, I think the Rays are stoked about this deal because it's one year of Tyler Glass now for thirty mil.
1: I believe he's twenty five, but okay, yeah. Um, so, by far, their highest salary.
0: Manny Margot, who's making a little bit of money. Was he six or eight mil or I'm something like that? Adam in the nine range. Like for the Rays, that's very real money. Um, And they get Ryan Pepio, who they've got to have five years of control of at least. Johnny DeLuca. Ten this
1: a- year, mutual option for 12 the next on Manny.
0: So, the Rays, I think they're viewing it as we just got rid of $40 million or so. 35 40 whatever it lands at. Um, Tyler Glass now, as much as I love him, he doesn't have the big inning season. I think his mo- he's cleared a hundred innings once, when you really think about that, like how long he's been in our lexicon. Uh, that being said, I think if there's ever been a year he's been primed for, like he got he kind of broke out, then he COVID season got hurt. Like this is the one. This is the contract year. If he goes out and shoves this year, he was getting one of those big boy contracts. I think he will, especially with the Dodgers. raised to the Dodgers. Pretty good orgs to be with, Tyler. Um, you slot him in the rotation, and if we're being honest, think about everything. Well, unless this is at the front of the episode, you might hear it later. The Dodgers are in first place every year. <laughs> the Dodgers are one, what was it, 10 out of 11 years that they've been first place?
1: Every year but one since 2013, so whatever numbers those are. I the think one you have was it. second
0: place by one game to the Giants? Special team. So, uh, they want Tyler Glass now for the postseason. That's a guy who's pitched in the postseason. His stuff is electric. Um, he's got to be hype. I know he's hype. I'll, on, on the record, I know Tyler Glass now is hype. Um, and then yeah, Margot. I have that as kind of a salary dump. We we went through the Margot rumors of looking at his contract and who he is as a ball player, a very useful ball player. And if but there's I a
1: team that can maximize that besides the Rays, it is the Dodgers. Plays
0: good defense. I think he hits lefties, so the Dodgers will will find a spot for him. And maybe I'm going to be wrong. Maybe maybe Lux and Betts is there is going to be there up the middle infield this year. Uh, and I think we could look back at this and say Rays are the Rays, man. Um, depending what glass now gives them this season, it is one year. Um and man, Pepio Pepio last year. So, He's the one young guy that like the stats were no doubt good. So he pitched in twenty twenty two thirty-six point one innings, a three four seven ERA. Uh a 2-1-4 ERA last year in 42 innings. Uh, a mix of starts and coming out of the bullpen. The FIP doesn't love him as much. He's not a super strikeout guy. Uh, but what the Rays are seeing is an arm that they can tap into, um, and they will have control of him probably to like, 20-30. Um, and that's a guy that they're going to use. So, um, Kind of a win-win. I, I think Dodgers fans might be a little surprised by the package because, you know, Pep They still need more arms. But they need more MLB arms. Like, they, they have a ton of prospects there. I obviously still think they're in on the Dodgers and Corbin Burns because if Glasnow is your high-end guy and, like, let's get him to the postseason and he could give us six shutty, you still need, like, an 180-inning gobbler in this rotation. Uh, so I think that's coming. Dodgers... How about their offseason, huh? Otani and Glass now. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. And I think they're just getting going. And this is a raise they're going to raise, is going to raise trade that i probably value-wise over the next five years, what they get from those two players is more for them than they would have got out of Tyler Glass now uh, in this one season. So uh, Glass now, the first trade. the 1st Not the first trade. Um, we had our, our Mariners get in the mix with Kelnick and a couple others, obviously, but yeah, one Soto four aces. That's what it, the pitchers of the four aces that had a really good likelihood of getting traded. Now glass now is off the board. That leaves cease Bieber, who I think you were saying people were kind of pulling back on the trade rumors. Um, no?
1: the, I wasn't saying, that. okay,
0: okay. I I think it meant, like, just not (laughs) this week. Bieber, Cease, Burns. So, man... (laughs) Can I tell you a team that I'm really nervous for? The Chicago Cubs. Their number two pitcher was Marcus Stroman last year. He's a free agent. Cody Bellinger was the guy in their lineup. He is a free agent. If they re-sign Belly and Stroman, you're back to where you were. They were supposedly a big Glassnow team. They were supposedly a big Otani team. Starting to run lower on options. Starting to run lower on options. This is win-win Dodgers, Rays. Um, all right, fast forward or go back in time. Hello and welcome to Wake and Jake. Myself, BBD, as we are talking some more baseball free agency. Our guy Jung-Hoo Lee signs with the San Francisco Giants. It might have been a bigger number than you thought. Uh, Seth Lugo, I know you all had him on your Christmas list. He signs with those pesky Royals. I guess we can dive into that if we want to. Uh, And... I've got an exciting little thing for this NFL weekend you might not know yet. So a little teaser for that as we hope the N- MLB is still bending and about to break offseason-wise, uh, whether that's Yamamoto, whether that's Snell, whether that's Bellinger, Matt Chapman. Um, and, yeah, the, the thing that got me yesterday, name drop off the bat, Jeff Passan, Jeff Passan, Jeff Passan. You have passing for clicks. Um, was texting him yesterday. Uh, and yeah, I don't, I don't think I relayed this to you guys yet. During the middle of our talking Baseball Otani contract breakdown episode, which was delicious, but I don't know how informative.
1: I don't know how many questions we honestly answered.
0: We might have created more questions. Uh, we did our best, and that's all you can do in this life or the next. We entertained. I texted Passon midway through the episode and I was just like, I can read my text verbatim. I don't think I can read his. I said, hey, what do you think three idiots talking about the Otani contract are missing? Uh, and he basically said some of the main stuff he said is, is already out there. Like every big market team should have done this. And that ties to our San Francisco Giants that fan base must have had a yeah. a funny yesterday
1: yeah, well, I'd far on said like they exact offer they had that,
0: yeah, which you wonder so, we'll we'll get into that in a second, um, they played. The the other thing that Passon basically laid out was like this is a great deal for the team. I know you can get lost in the finances of it and what does this really mean, but for the, this is a very team friendly deal for Otani. Uh, he's I think the other thing that's getting left behind our uh, Matty Mas getting referenced in a lot of this because he like he liked it in umbies. Um, he he sent basically the same text to me and Jimmy after, and he's like, "Is there something I'm missing?" Uh and I think the only thing that Maddie was missing, because Maddie's like, why wouldn't Team USA from the World Baseball Classic all do their contracts like this and join one team? And where I countered A, I don't think any team could do two of these contracts. No. Cause let's let's just say you copied and pasted Otani, which isn't apples and apples, cause one, there's not another Otani. Yeah. It'd be but,
1: different numbers for yeah, other guys. Say Trey Turner open. did
0: this and it was ten years, five fifty, but all the money was deferred. There would be a team, the Los Angeles Dodgers, that at some point would be paying, let's say Trey Turner was fifty million a year while he's not playing, to pay Trey Turner and Shohei Otani a buck fifteen mil to not play. Like the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Mets probably could do that. But at a certain point, I think that's awful business. Um, and I think Shohei is such an outlier that this isn't going to become the norm. Like, even Soto. Like, Soto, Soto might defer more money. Or Soto's me.
1: one of the guys that we, now that this is a possible, maybe he does.
0: Soto's got money in his bank account. In my bank account. Um and he'll will probably defer some money, like we took ta- Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, there's Max Scherzer. Guys guys have the, deferred the, the money. The practice
1: of deferring is
0: fairly common. Yeah, I think it, it it does spread out the team's tax a little bit. Um, but also like everyone has been saying, all the finance people have been saying, yes, this is bad business for Otani, more or less. Outside of the fact that the headline is he gets seven hundred million dollars, which I mean the guy doesn't really need more publicity, um, but yeah, like I Soto's number now, like for sh- remember when Soto got offered four forty from the Nats, one of the team that did a lot of def- mm. deferrals in the past, they might still be the team that's done the most deferrals. That con that four forty probably had a lot of deferrals in it. Juan Soto's now going to get five hundred million dollars. It's just how does that look? <laughs> mm. uh, it's probably going to have some deferrals in there. Um, so that'll be a talking Yanks discussion through a lot of the season. Big talking Yanks discussion. Um, and I, I, think we, I think we finally have to start transitioning out of Otani for clicks. Um, I know. Even as we did it enough this episode. couple waking Jakes, a couple talking baseball, baseball today. He's He's been on our minds, and that's
1: okay. Well, the and the, the, la, the last thing to say about it, people getting hung up on, like, why would Otani, you know, specifically the Maddie conversation, if he's cost himself X amount by doing this. Well, straight up, 700 over 10 wasn't on
0: the table. That, no. It
1: wasn't like he had that in front of him, and he said, let's defer this so you guys can spend
0: more. Yes. It was probably 500 over 10 or something like yeah. that. And then even yeah, those five. 50. you start playing with funny money. We're investing it. Never invested in my life. Ooh, I should look at my, that's a lie. Cause if you remember, I bought one silver stock. Mm. What app was that even? I think that was Robin hood ad. Um, so, okay, well, we'll end the show with some of my financials, yeah. uh, as we Fly always do as, you go. as we always do. Um, Open password options? Oh, God. That's going to be trouble. We might not end with my my financials. (laughs) Uh, I lied because there is a little more Shohei because, like you just mentioned, BBD, uh, as details have been leaking out on Shohei, we do find out that the Giants and Shohei and Farhad, their owner, Zaidi? I think so. Farhan?
1: I think Farhan, Zaidi. Farhan,
0: yeah. (laughs) Um... Nailed it. And I guess this is kind of weird because I this was last night. I was at, at, I was at home. I watched a little bit of uh, Luka versus LeBron. It was fun. Players only on the broadcast. Mm-hmm. Um, good game. the The NBA intensity was there. Um, Dante Exum, big night. I always like Dante Exum. You give me a long point guard, I'm interested. Um he shot the lights out of the ball. I guess he went to Europe and he came back, so I don't know for all my Dante Exum stands. <laughs> um but so the tweets going around last night were that the Giants and Otani left off saying offering the same exact deal and let the chips fall where they may a little bit. Which I don't know. I I'm don't think I'm going to end up being uh the biggest friend of Giants fans after this whole conversation, after uh, just sending off a couple tester tweets last night. But apparently they were genuinely in the mix for Shohei because we haven't heard a thing about an East Coast team. Like that's, Jim's been big on that. Like Cohen said they didn't even get the call. The Yankees didn't seem involved. It seemed like West Coast and Shohei was going to become a thing, which we've seen this for Uh, Some players from Japan like there's I think there's a business side for that you are you know five hours six hours closer to home like I I don't know there's some stuff that makes sense about it Uh, that the Giants who have missed on Correa Judge is there another one?
1: Um I mean they team? were loudly going to pursue Mookie and he just never made it to free agency. Not into I feel it. like somebody else so they were like, I I guess Shohei's
0: kinda in the bucket now. Did they uh, want Gossman back and didn't get him? Uh so okay, so if you're a Giants fan yesterday, you you see these quotes and you're like, Okay, so we were really in on Otani and it was it was what's now being regarded as this team friendly, almost Unfair contract by some fans Just being a little over the top about it I think if we're being honest uh, But the Giants were in the mix And then I guess you start You start playing Or if I was a Giants fan And just as a national baseball fan I, I don't know If we're all Kind of goofing and gaffing at this contract That the financial side You can you can spin whatever way you want If I'm the Giants I wouldn't want to be at the same number as the Dodgers yeah. The Dodgers have more recent success. The Dodgers have Freddie and Mookie right now. The Dodgers, you know, not not to be rude, but they're the Dodgers. How about this? I've done this before. I will go to baseball reference. I will type Los Angeles Dodgers into the search page. Um, and this is the recent history of the Dodgers. Uh, I'll start in 2023. NL West. First. First. Second, first, 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 first. That takes you to 2013. <laughs> like i I try to call out Yankees fans for being spoiled and obnoxious. I mean, that's crazy. i I know we like to lean into more like the Dodgers oh have Have they won a real world series? You know, 2020? I mean, that run of success is insane. That's first place 10 out of 11 years. And the year they finished second, it was those Giants. By one game. (laughs) By one game, the Dodgers won. um, Dodgers only won 106 that regular season. Uh, So, and the Dodgers beat the Giants in the playoffs, if I remember correctly. Mm, Let's double check that. I believe so. Because I think that was the Logan Webb. Let's see. Braves beat the Dodgers. Uh, Click the CS. Um, So, yeah. If you're the Giants, I'm sorry. Like, those quotes would almost make me more mad. You can't... To say that we were going to come in even, and if this is what you want, Shohei. But at the same time, maybe that's me getting messy, because... If it's 10 years, 750 with this funny money math. If I'm Shohei Ohtani, does that change my decision? This is the guy that kind of turned away like $40 million a year for the next 10 years. So maybe, maybe that's where the Giants landed is like, hey, I, if we come in 50 million higher, is he just using that to negotiate against us with the Dodgers like if we maybe the same playing field is the best chance we got cuz this guy is going to decide where he's got got to play. Um so that is what it is, right? Like Shohei signed with the Dodgers. It was the team that we thought he was going to sign with. Uh one of the more interesting free agent hitters uh this free agency Jung-hoo Lee. Um He's coming over from Korea, right? The KBO, mm-hmm. And he's 25 years old. So, again, tying into free agency, which you guys already know. Age plays. This is why Yamamoto is looking at 300 mil, if not more. I think I saw Eno put the, put, put the first four on the board. Um, let's see where that dude's contract lands, because it's a really good time to have the Yankees, Dodgers, Mets... Supposedly Red, Red Sox, Sox, Cubs, like Toronto, like literally every team with a wallet is in on Yamamoto. I mean,
1: whatever wherever your team is in their competitiveness, rebuild, whatever whatever you want to call that, uh, he fits your timeline.
0: Is he going to give? With, with Shohei funny money contracts, is Yamamoto going to get 400 mil? I don't know. Uh, he hasn't played. He's, he's
1: gonna like s- he probably still be playing after this contract because he's so young. He's gonna ha- he's gonna have
0: like opt outs in his deal. Pitchers are horrifying. I guess if I'm Yamamoto, that's the smarter move. Instead of fighting for money after the con- deferred money, fight for opt outs. because yeah, if he pitches great for five years and he's a free agent at thirty,
1: and he's probably a ten year deal. Because he can have an opt out after year four and be a free agent before 30. It's
0: 25. Maybe, maybe it has to be three. That guy is about to do really good. Really good. Um, Jung Hu Li. 32. Interesting. He plays center field, which, you know, position of scarcity or, you know, center field, shortstop, catcher. Uh, which also means he can play corner outfield. Some people questioning the ability at center field. We'll get into that a little bit. Um, Supposedly an awesome contact bat, which uh, we love that. It feels like baseball's going that way. Lefty contact bat? I mean, you're Yankee fans' heart right now. Racing. (laughs) Uh, He was in a lot of teams' B plans for free agency. Except the Padres. <laughs> uh, if you talk to any Padres fans over the past couple months, it was like, well, yeah, we're going to get off of some of the money, uh, and then we'll, you know, I, I think we like the fit of Lee. He'll be in our outfield. Okay. Sure, Padres fans. Um, I, awesome.
1: him. I mean, Rosenthal kind of just tweeted a full package to this trade. Okay. Tyler Glass now and Manny Margot to the Dodgers for Ryan Pepio and Johnny DeLuca.
0: Okay. But okay. they
1: got to figure out financials. I guess. Uh, I guess we shouldn't talk about it like it's done quite yet. But,
0: well, yeah. I mean, Rosenthal just tweeted. it. Okay, he, so we'll get he that. Two players going each way, and we'll put a little breaking news at the beginning of this. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe reverse engineer it. Um, let's let's close that off. Yeah. And yeah, maybe we'll just insert and we'll do a glass nothing at start. So let me mess with Giants fans a little more. Not mess with. Let's talk about the contract. Con- did we? So, Fan Graphs, I love their roster resource free agent page. I quote it a lot. Um, they don't have the international guys' projections on there. Mm. I don't know what that's about. What did we? Was Yoshida's contract kind of what we expected for Jung Houli?
1: Yeah, with everything just
0: scaling up a little more. Scaling Maybe up a so little more, like, which the contract is that, right? Yeah. Like six for 113. I guess when you see a hundred milli pop up... Hundreds, a big number. That feels different, even though Yoshida got 90. So not really. Um, I think it is funny. Yoshida's questions... Oh. Yoshida's questions seemed unique in the fact that he was coming over. People kind of thought he could hit, but they didn't think he could play defense, which I know, you know, depending how the Red Sox... Offseason goes, he's either going to be DHing or like playing Fenway left field, which is as close as to like a positional DH as you can find. Um, and, and he Red hit a little. Sox bit.
1: fans, Yankee Stadium right field. Yeah, yeah. hey,
0: that, there's a couple of those. Houston left field. Like, you know, there's, there's spots. Um, but like. It's a, that's a thing I like. Go YouTube Manny Ramirez's highlights this morning defensive. It became a goof. He was like Sports Center's go-to goof for a little bit.
1: Once a month he'll do something goofy.
0: Manny being Manny. That was a real thing. It was A very real thing.
1: <laughs> I uh this might have been some cope on his end, but uh I was texting Ryan Cohen mm. shortly after the Soto trade and he was saying I, I wanted to, I was asking like what is, the, is now that the trade's happened and I can think right. about it, is the defense like bad? He's like, um I think in in those ALE stadiums he will have a Manny moment said okay.
0: Yeah, that's again, I don't I don't watch Soto day in day out, but a lot of the Soto plays I've seen there's the ball that lands in front of him that you're just like, I don't how do you not get to that? I don't know about that. Juan. Uh Yankees problem. Has a big arm. Yankees problem. I'm okay with it. If I'm a Giants fan, we get Jung Huli. This is what I said with Yoshida the and then we got to see him in the WBC and it was like, okay, this guy might be a dog and he can hit. Um you know, that Red Sox contract for for Yoshida went from kind of like, whoa, is this scary? Is this a Bogarts panic move? To like, no, this this dude looks like a baller, um, and he's he's going to figure it out, um, and it might be a great signing for the Red Sox. And I know Yankees fans were jealous because we needed a lefty-hitting corner outfielder. Jung-Hoo Lee didn't have the same hype. Uh, he doesn't have the power seasons. I think he only has one... He has, like, one outlier power-hitting season. That being said, he's 25. Like, again, the the age here is a good thing for him. And he supposedly has, like, a very impressive contact bat. Uh, And there was one highlight going around. He plays with some swag. I like that. Uh, There are some numbers that are scary. One of Jimmy's first things that tapped him out of Jung-Hoo Lee was uh, he struggles with high velo uh And high velo in the k b o is very different than high velo in the states uh now, I think if you are a talented contact bat, i don't think the velo has to be that scary. I think there's an adjustment period um but i I think that's something you can train for like ninety three to ninety five ninety five to ninety seven you talk to m l b guys. It's not as crazy of a difference as you'd think. It's the movement on it, which there's more movement. But, um, I don't know. I I think he's going to be... If you can hit 93 and be a solid contact bat, I think if the velo goes up a little bit, as you if you see it every day, day in, day out, and you train for it, I think you can adjust to that. Um, the scary thing is, if there's not a lot of power... And we see this with a lot of the slappy contact guys. You know this has always been a Nick Madrigal pod, although you haven't seen us in the same room. When you don't have power, if the hits stop coming and they don't stop coming, RIP, then your stats can look ugly for a month or for a couple weeks, like you can find yourself in a real tight stretch. So the offense... For a guy you're giving $100 million, I think there is more question marks than Yoshida coming in. Um, and it's, where's it going to land? Is he going to be a sick contact bat that's got, you know, a batting average m- maybe around the threes, and he's got an OPS high sevens, so you're, you know, that kind of OPS with a good batting average. Like, that player is an absolute weapon. Let's find out. He's 25. He's going to be useful on that side of the ball to what degree. And this is all I'll say. And, again, this isn't everything. This is almost nothing. Fangraphs, which I love. Roster resource. Go check it out. This man signed a $100 million deal. 113. They slotted him in their lineup seventh. And this is your current San Francisco Giants lineup. Lamont Wade Jr., Great OP, OBP last year. 373. Didn't have that from Lamont. Um, knew he was solid, but Tyro Estrada. OK? Mikey Stremsky, Wilmer Flores, Michael Conforto, J.D. Davis, Jung Lee. Patrick Bailey, and then they've got Marco Luciano. So you just paid a guy 100 million dollars. And they're currently slotting him in the 7th hole. Again, you can probably read way too much into that. But, you know, the Sotos and Otanis get slotted in different spots. This is with the Otani kind of Giants news over, overlooking, whatever. Maybe that's, maybe I'm looking into that too much. Defensively, they are slotting in into center field. I'm going to withhold some judgment again. Um, but, Beebs, you, you noted some things this morning that defensively he might not. I don't know how, many, how long he'll be sticking in center. I, th- I think he can be out there. But. And, hey, it's a big outfield, so if you can somewhat play center field, they'll need you in right and left. Uh, they also have big prospect, Luis Matos. And if we're being honest with the Giants' future, I think we look at the Yankees and the Dodgers, and, like, Dodgers went out, they got Mookie, Freddie, and now Shohei. Um, although they're fueled by this farm system, the Yankees, they got Soto, they got Garrett Cole, like they got you know, the Giants have been in on a lot of these guys. They haven't gotten a lot of these guys. The Giants' future, if we're being honest, it's going to be similar to the Diamondbacks or the Reds. Like they can add around that, but their future is going to be dictated by, you know, Marco Luciano, uh, I think he, top 100 prospect at shortstop. Who is he? Luis Matos. Uh he was a top he was their number one prospect. Let me see where he was on the rankings. Um I might have played himself out of that. He's 21 years old. Like the Giants future is gonna be more dictated around their young talent. Uh they've got that pitcher, Kyle Harrison. Remember we talked about him last spring training. He's people were comparing him to a young mad bum, whatever. Maybe that's just Giants BS. Like a lot of baseball teams. The future of the San Francisco Giants is going to be dictated a lot around their young core. I do that around the league. Um, They get a free agent. That was kind of Passon's tweet. Uh, There was a few tweets around the baseball world. I don't know. After Correa and Judge and, hey, Correa's contract's already looking a little scary. Judge, if we're being obnoxious Yankee fans, it didn't feel like it was going to happen. Even the Padres ended up kind of usurping them in the the bidding war. Now Shohei, and he goes to the Dodgers, so that part probably stings a little more. It's a little different. Hey, I'm kind of more in on international guys than ever. Like, we've got enough scouting on it. What's been... Who's been, like, the most recent international, like, bust? Is there...
1: Trying to think. Like, there's guys that... Turn out to not be good, but like now I'm trying to think of the last guy that we thought was going to be a star, and they were straight up bad, and I and I can't think of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple. I mean, even my my heart jumped back to like Yasmani Tomas. I mean, that was yeah, he was Cuban.
1: Yeah, and the and those guys are essentially they're, they're traditionally more like any other like prospect where like. You, you have good feelings, but they're
0: young. I don't know. I, I'm yeah. gonna stop because I don't. I don't have the full scouting. Comment down
1: board. below your favorite bust.
0: Hey, if, if this guy, if Jung Lee is good, um, the contract can be super valuable for the Giants, and they'll have him in his prime, 25 to like 31. If he can play corner outfield, and he can be a good contact bat. You know, that's a solid ball player. He's, he's under contract
1: long enough to stomach whatever, like, transitional year happens. Like,
0: yeah, uh, for, for me, it's just the Giants are still in a bizarre state. Like, go look at that lineup. I don't know what to do. It feels like they have seven six-hole hitters. Like, it looks like they have seven guys that you would love to have as your sixth hitter in a lineup. I think
1: all of these guys can contribute to winning.
0: Yeah, it's just how, how much does something like this work? And I, you wonder how much they're holding on to that 21 season where they did win the West and it felt like a magical year. Is that something they can tap into? Or was that a magical baseball season? I don't know. If I was a Giants fan and that Otani news came out, I'd be happy that we got a free agent and I can believe in something. Like if Jung Huli signed with the Yankees, I'd be like, okay, Yeah. Maybe, could this guy be our leadoff hitter? Could this guy, you know, get excited about it. Uh, But gotta be some weird emotions, because I, the Dimebacks went to the World Series. Padres still have some high-end talent. Like, what, what are we doing out there? We're not the Rockies. Um, Okay, I think, gonna transition into football, but I think, I think we go back in time, and we do a, breaking
1: news yeah you might have already seen it if this cut part made the cut all right let's do a
0: little NFL football um if you're zooming out wide zooming out wide uh quick standings check-in for everyone just around the league quick NFC Cowboys and Eagles both 10 and three you probably know the Cowboys jump jumped the Eagles in the standings with that that big game Giants five and eight Talking Giants guys are dreaming. Commanders 4-9, it's over. Niners dominant 10-3. Rams and Seahawks both 6-7. Seahawks have lost four straight. Yikes. Um, They were looking good in them jeans. Lions are 9-4, but people are starting to get a little worried about them. Uh, Vikings 7-6. Packers are 6-7. Those Bears 5-8. Watch out. And the NFC South, Bucks, Falcons, Saints, all 6-7. Sad. Dolphins atop the AFC nine and four. Bills seven and six. Uh, so there's there's still something there, but uh, that Dolphins loss, that one, that one really hurt. Jets are five and eight. No Patriots. Is Belichick gone? What were those hmm. reports? Seem- Saying Bill like might be gone out. after the season. Kind of have to see it to believe it, right? The guy that we've been told is like the best coach ever. Ran like the number one Sounds fo- mutual. football dynasty. We'll see. This is the whole reason I wanted to start with this part. Chiefs are eight and five, which you're like, okay, yeah, sure. They're the Chiefs. Mahomes, eight and five. Broncos are seven and six. <laughs> right there, baby. Uh, drinking the Sean Payton Kool-Aid right now. Chargers and Raiders are both five and eight. You Ravens, the only double-digit win team in the AFC, ten and three. Browns, 8 and 5. Steelers and Bengals, both 7 and 6. Jake Browning and those Bengals. Jaguars are 8 and 5, right? Jaguars, some Super Bowl hype this year. They're a game up on the Colts and the Texans at 7 and 6. So, wanted to plant some of those seeds in your head. And the big thing I wanted to reveal for you it's a big week of the NFL season because Saturday mm. is back. <clears throat> uh, so. Chargers, Raiders, Thursday, you'll tune in. You'll place a bet on it at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, otherwise, you don't need to watch. Saturday, fire it up. The Minnesota Vikings are at the Cincinnati Bengals. These two teams fighting for playoff lives with backup quarterbacks. You remember those Vikes won that 3 nothing shootout against those Raiders who played Thursday night. Uh, they're in a weird spot. Because the Josh Dobbs, how quickly did that come and go? Uh, While meanwhile, Jake Browning's riding that same wave. So is he going to have his uh, NFL comes at you fast moment? Or the Zach Taylor Bangles about to get more love? It's in Cincinnati. Kind of like Bangles in that one a lot. That's at 1 o'clock. So they've got them spaced out. 1, 4.30, and 8.15. So if you want to ruin your Saturday, it's all on the table. Pittsburgh at Indy. Ew. Uh, two teams also fighting for the playoffs somehow. Minshew Mania versus the, uh, the Steelers, who some of the Kenny Pickett numbers are really sad. Like Flacco having a breakout game. I think he's got almost as many touchdowns as Pickett does over basically the whole season. Uh, both those teams are finding ways to win. Maybe we get a fun game out of it. Feels like an ugly watch. And then your night game. Denver Broncos at the Detroit Lions. Uh, whoa. Okay, coming from Broncos fans, hopefully the Lions, like every NFL team, goes through a 3-4 game funk. The Niners lost three in a row. That's going to become the biggest fun fact of this season as they win the Super Bowl. Uh, Lions just lost to the Bears. They survived the Saints. They lost to the Packers. Uh, they're facing my Broncos, who are playing this just surviving game of football. The defense is flying around. They're creating so many turnovers. Um, Russ still not fully cooking, but this Detroit Lions defense has some problems. So this is the 8-15 game. I'm going to be locked in. Uh, I think, are all these games on NFL Network? NFL Network Saturday. So if you get that, check in. Is it this week that Rosie's on the call? And Chris Rose is calling that Bengals-Vikings game. So you're there at 1 o'clock. And then you're there for the Broncos game. So do something in between. You don't need Colt Steelers. You need Chris Rose, though. Battle bots. Sunday. Cleveland hosts... The Chicago Bears, I guess if you're NFL storylines person, the Justin Fields stuff is getting interesting. He's playing better. The Bears are very much lined up for that number one pick because they have the Panthers pick. Um, so a lot of people are saying there's nothing Justin Fields can do to stay the Bears quarterback next year. If they get actually hot, it'll become interesting. Because to trade a hot end-of-the-season young quarterback that you did spend a high pick on to another team, hey, they can probably get a ton of picks back, and Caleb Williams is supposedly that guy that it could become a fun, like you're doing your Madden dynasty, and you could get a young, nasty, all-world-hyped quarterback and get more picks for your other quarterback that was hyped, wasn't as hyped, now he is hyped again. I don't know. That's just a really fun NFL storyline that's happening. Uh, In Cleveland, let's see what that looks like. Tampa, Green Bay, not really. Um, I could see that being a sneaky fun game as Jordan Love is tapping in uh, to who he is as a quarterback, and Baker and the Bucks are just fighting. Um, Could see that, but also won't. Uh, Texans at Titans, no. Jets at Miami, not really. Kansas City at New England. Man, Kansas City really needs a get-right game. That might be the perfect the perfect appetizer. Giants-Saints. Ugly. That'll be an ugly one. But DeVito-Mania, obviously all in. Um, man, DeVito versus Carr for one game. Don't make me answer that. And then Falcons at Panthers. Gross. So that's your 1 p.m. slate. So what do we need to watch there? Kind of not much. Kind of not much, if we're being honest. Maybe fight for Saturday a little stronger. At the 4 p.m., Washington at the Rams. Okay, Rams. Let's get that hype train going. I'm in on that. Uh, Niners at Cards. No. Ooh, okay. Okay. 4 p.m. slate. The Dallas Cowboys. Hot in the street, right? Weedam boys, I think I think we have some merch in the shop that's related to the football team in Dallas. Like that's the hype train is leaving the station. They're heading to Buffalo. Ooh, maybe at the wrong time. Uh, the Bills are in their scary part of the schedule. Remember they lost Patriots. They survived the Bucks. After okay, so they survived the Giants. Remember this game? 14 9. Giants kinda should have won. They lost to the Patriots. Yo. They survived the Tampa Bay Bucks. Lost to the Bengals, lost to my Broncos, blew out the Jets, lost to the Eagles tight, beat the Chiefs tight. They're hosting the Cowboys. Man, I believe in the NFL roller coaster so much. The Cowboys, weed them boys. We just jumped the Eagles. We beat the Eagles. We're feeling good. People are calling us a Super Bowl team again. The Bills, who are in this hellish stretch that we're like, are we going to get out of it? Are we going to cycle out? Uh, and by the way, how good are my Sean McDermott takes looking recently? Tough pregame speech, huh? Um, man, I timing is a lot of things in life. You might have heard that quote before. Everyone tasting the Cowboys with everyone not being as excited about the Bills. I really like that spot in Buffalo for the Bills. So that's your 4 o'clock game that fire me up. Uh, And then the nightcap, Baltimore at Jacksonville. The Jags, who I've been tough on. uh, And Baltimore kind of getting called the creme de la creme of the AFC. Let's see what Jacksonville has for them. In Jacksonville, uh, Duval... So, wow. Okay, NFL. Philly at Seattle. Monday night? Sure. We'll check it out. Uh, But, man, you've got a really fun end of the slate Sunday. Buffalo and Jacksonville kind of prove it games for them at home against two teams that are getting tasted as much as they, they have been this season. Okay. So, this is what I was trying to warn you people about. Sneaky, huge NFL weekend. Excited for that. And who knows what other breaking MLB news we're about to get. Mm. Because the market, trade market's now going. Free agents are now going. Uh, Get your Christmas shopping in, everyone. Thank you. We love you. Maybe breaking news on here. You never know. Buy two shirts. We love you, Bye.